Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 620, recorded live on Sunday, January 5th, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who is still surprisingly dealing with Ingress, Dave Clay. Hi. And the man who is not surprisingly still dealing with Ingress, Andy Little. Hi. Are you saying that because I have reached the, the goal level, but I'm still, like, doing Ingress stuff? Yes. That it's is that is exactly game. what I'm saying. It's, it's a fun game. Okay. I like it. I know, you were the one who got cool me into it. doing it. What? I was that you were the one who got me into it. Yep, so, like, it's a fun game. But yeah, I reached uh, level 12 mm-hmm. before the end of the year. I am just close to... <clears throat> almost to level 11. Cool. <clears throat> How long do you think it will take you? Uh, let's see, what does the latest stats tell me? <clears throat> latest stats say... Uh, I am 559,000 short. So it says I will get to a level 11 on the 12th and get to level 12 <clears throat> on March 6th. But if I if I go for my streak overall, uh, mm-hmm. level 12 on April 8th. Mm. So you got a little ways to go. Yes. All of level 12. Mm-hmm. Well, all of level 11 to get to 12. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's. A lot of work to get there. Using the events throughout the year makes it a little easier. Yes, that is true. Yeah, getting the um, <clears throat> the Umbra challenge helped me out because of that got me another gold medal. So now I'm just one gold short of twelve, rather than two. So that that literally oh, you cut. need another gold medal. Yeah, I need one more gold medal to get to twelve. Ah, but I am at currently. One, two, three, four, five. Five silvers right now. So. Uh, which ones do you have? Uh, Trekker. So I need to walk another 184 kilometers. That's not a small amount. It's one that you'll, you'll like eventually get if you just play long enough. Uh, I need to create 3,164 more uh, links. Uh, fields is 1,266. So the golds I have. Yeah. Uh, I, I did kind of cheat in that I have Guardian. Oh. Which is from prior to when you could get it. Yeah. Uh, but I also have the Spec Ops, so doing the missions. Mm Mm-hmm. That's actually a pretty easy one, depending on your area. I have Sojourner. I'm almost up to Platinum on Sojourner. I'm at 152. Uh, Pioneer was get a thousand unique portals. <laughs> when you were out in Seattle, that was probably easy to do. That yeah, Pioneer. I I got a lot of progress done while I was there. Uh, Explorer visit and hack unique portals, same thing. And Trekker three hundred and seventy five kilometers total. I also have the Recharger. That's platinum at this point. Uh, and I think that's my only. Yeah, that is my only platinum one. It's Recharger. Ah. Yeah, my golds right now are Illuminator, because mm-hmm. I made those massive fields over... A gigantic field? Yeah. That was, okay. what, uh, six or seven layers deep on my own? Not bad. No. That's what happens when you, you pass by the same two rest stops over and over again, and every single time you just quickly pull in, go to the portal, 
hack it, get the keys, and then just dri- drive on your way. Yep. And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> I have these two. I have these two, and they're far enough away that I could cover everything, and I just I just follow the highway down from the north one, and I'm like, oh, here we go. There's a bunch <laughs> of them right here. Uh, did you see, speaking of stacked portals, what happened in northern Wisconsin? Uh, no, I've been dealing with all the ones that they've been building out by me. Uh, they made one that the last count I saw was 65 fields deep. Oh, jeez. Let me go check if it's still there. I can't believe it's still there. Well, it's winter in northern Wisconsin, so... Yeah, but someone must have gone by and taken it. So, hang on, I'm loading it. Uh, yeah, it's it's gone. You can still see, like, the remnants of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last day of Umbra Challenge, I had... I had what twenty five thirty portals still left to go, so I just I went downtown and just started on one end and just was deploying portals so much that I I was literally down to a dozen resonators left by the end. Yep. So I deploy all these portals out there, and then I look back, and they are literally all gone by the time I'm done because somebody else from the other team basically just literally followed me. It just was blowing them up as you were putting them down. Yeah. Hey, it's a good way to do it. Yep. Ooh. I'm lucky because we have this one portal down in Monroe that the people who go there for like first Saturday mm-hmm. just sit at the bar and hack that portal for three hours. <laughs> and so they have like hundreds of keys for it. And it's a couch portal for like three players. So it's always at level seven or eight it's always uh enlightened not enlightened resistance the other one um and there's always like they're watching it they're tracking it they're making sure that it it stays up and if someone comes by to attack it they recharge it and if someone starts making progress on taking it they just flip it (laughs) they just use a jarvis on it so that they don't it breaks all the links but the enlightened doesn't get any xp for it yeah uh, and then an hour later, they flip it back. Oh, shoot. Chapel Hill is a level six. <clears throat> that is technically the closest portal to me. It's not easy oh, to nice. get it because it's on the it's the it's a church sign. Mm-hmm. So you can't really easily access it via car. But that's got that's a level six. So I could easily and none of those are mine. <laughs> so, I, so you could even bump it. Yeah, I could bump it up to seven. But yes, no, um, so you're still doing Ingress stuff. I'm doing it just because yeah. I still need to get up to 12. Yeah. I'm still doing Ingress stuff. I'm still doing Pokemon Go and Wayfarer. How many things do I have on Wayfarer? Nominations. Oh, yeah, I got to check out mine. I just put I put two of them up <clears throat> at um, one of the parks I was at. One, two, three, four... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven things in voting. The oldest from mid-November is still in voting. I've got one in voting, and two of them are in queue, whatever the heck that means. Four of mine are in queue. In queue means that they have not yet been voted on. Ah. They're waiting for approvals from other things before these go to voting. So, woo. Oh, shoot. 
I just realized the one that I've got in voting is part of the World War One Centennial Trail Walk. Mm-hmm. And I labeled it WWI. All the other ones are labeled WW1. Oh, no. So if it does get uh, accepted. Is it in voting? Uh, yes. Okay, you can't change it. I know. I just realized that now. <laughs> it's like... Because if it's still in the queue, you can actually still make edits to it. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Cool. Yeah. No, I'm still playing. Did you uh, did you have did you do anything else over the holiday break? Um, um, anything else over the holiday? What? There was a break in there for New Year's. I I had New Year's Day off. I played video games. It's a good call. That was about it. <clears throat> what about you? Well, uh, I I was off between Christmas and New Year's. Cool. Had a whole week. Yeah, eight, eight, eight and a half days from end to end. So I spent, you know, after New Year's. Um, What'd you do? Uh, what did I do over the break? Uh, I've been doing stuff around the house here. I'm currently, uh, um, I'm, I'm currently redoing my closet upstairs. Okay. Which, which I can, I'll talk about during my random review when I talk about the uh, the stuff that I picked for my closet. So. Yeah, what else did I do over the break? Uh, yeah, it's hard to like think back and be like, wait, I did stuff. I did stuff. What did I do? <laughs> there was literally eight and a half days <laughs> off. I assume you played with your son. Yes. And and spent time with him. Did you go anywhere? Did you take him anywhere? Uh, we had uh, we had the the one the Shaw family Christmas here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we didn't really go much anywhere else. That is so weird. It's like I had eight and a half days off, and it's like, what? Where did that time go? Yeah. What did you do, Andy? You must have done something. I know. And it's like, what did I do? I could go check out Google locations again. <laughs> <laughs> Freak myself out about what Google knows of me. Everything. Google mm-hmm. knows everything about you but seriously like you don't remember what you did no you're going to go check aren't you yes i'm this is like, where did me i now. i must have gone somewhere computer where do i go i go to open google maps and then go to timeline okay google maps your timeline <clears throat> uh, let's see december 26th well yeah that was okay so that was the uh Going down to, well, we already talked about them in the last random topic. It was the 26th. So I did Ingress on the 26th. On the 27th, I did some Ingress and some Christmas shopping. 28th was the Shaw Christmas. So I was home the whole time. 29th, I was home. Mm -hmm. The 30th, what did I do on the 30th? Oh, the 30th was Ingress as well in the morning because I had to get all the Umbridge stuff done. Then. I went to work and basically I wasn't working, but I was at work just in case there was an issue because that was the Western Michigan um, bowl game that day. Cool. So that was Monday the 30th. And then, you know, the 31st was New Year's Eve. We uh, were at home for a bit, visited some friends who were in town for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And then January 1st was at home. And then the 2nd, I was back at work. So I did stuff. It's just there's not a lot. I mean, that's the best vacation, isn't it? Somewhat, yes. But yeah, no, I, I thought I had done more. Granted, yeah, no, I'm, I am go upstairs and my closet is literally just an empty 
box right now. So, <laughs> isn't that what a house is? It's just an empty box <laughs> that you put things in. <clears throat> yes, in theory. Oh yeah, I dealt with our uh, <laughs> our oven getting fixed. That was fun. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 microwave. We have a microwave slash convection oven in the double oven, and the microwave part of it worked because you know when I installed it, it said, "Hey, before you finish installation, check this, this, and this." So I tried that, and everything's on there. It didn't actually have you test the convection part of the microwave slash convection oven. Mm-hmm. So when the the Shaws were over here for Christmas, it was like, "Okay, we need to reheat the uh, we need to heat the macaroni and cheese that we got from Costco." So I put it in the convection oven. I do, hey, convection bake. And it errors out on me. Like, what the heck is this? Like, what What do you mean it errors? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it goes for like two seconds, and then it goes... And Why does it, the oven error? <laughs> it, had it, its own, that. it had its own error code and everything. It was crazy. Yep. So I, you know, I called the tech support um, after that <laughs> on the 30th, and they're like, well, did you try turning it off and back on again? And I'm just like... Ugh. I'm like, yes, yes, I did. I'm like, well, how long did you turn it off for? I'm like, I left it off for 10 minutes. Oh, well, no, no. You only need to leave it off for 60 seconds. Can you do that again? And can you, they wanted me to actually literally 60 seconds on a stopwatch, basically. Because they, what? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. She was following some script on her end. And I'm just like, all right. So they, I gave her the error code. And she's like, oh, it's probably this, this. We'll order the parts. And, you know, we'll schedule a technician to come out technician came out on saturday called me up on friday and was like yeah the parts aren't in right now but we can still send somebody out there to verify this i'm like it's it's, a, it's an error message you know it should be pretty straightforward but he comes out and he spends 15 minutes you know disconnecting the wall oven from the wall moving it out so he can remove the front panel on the thing and he looks in there and he goes huh that shouldn't be disconnected <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, your uh, your temperature sensor for your microwave section isn't plugged it's just in, not connected. <clears throat> I'm just like, what? And he's like, yeah, hold on a second. And he just reaches in there and you know plugs in, and you hear the little click because it's supposed to be a latching plug, so it doesn't pop yeah. out. And he's like, all right. And he just pop, you know, flips up the panel again, doesn't reattach it yet, and just you know hits the the diagnostic, and it comes up, hey. 81 degrees in the microwave. I'm like, okay, that's close enough. <laughs> Let's try it out. Yeah. Somebody at the factory had not connected the temperature sensor Oops. for the microwave slash oven. So yeah, 30 seconds, had it fixed, spent another 15 minutes of putting everything back together again and then back into the wall. And then, uh, yeah. And then it got put in and yeah. finished. Yes. Yay. And it works again. So yeah, so that was also part, well, no, that was this weekend, so that wasn't even in that whole eight-day span, but the diagnostics was in the eight-day span, so there you go. Okay. (laughs) I can't believe that your oven had its own error codes. I do believe it. I absolutely believe it. Not only that, but, you know, it came with a thing on there that says, you know, for for technician use only... But it told you how to get into the diagnostic menu, and it told you exactly what all the various error codes meant. Aw, well, that's nice. Yeah. But it's only for technician use, so yes. you shouldn't do that. No. <laughs> Which, you know, cool. I wouldn't have noticed, well, I might have noticed that something was unplugged, but I would have no idea, you know, because there's no actual schematics in the guide. It's just for the technicians to basically to, to help you out. Yeah. 
craziness. Uh, yeah, I, I worked. That's what I did. I worked. Yeah. I've got to, uh, yeah, I'm still catching up from being off for eight days. You never notice how much, you know, if you're the only guy for your department and you take a week vacation, a lot of things just don't work. <laughs> so should we, uh, should we hit topics? Sure. <laughs> we can do that. So uh, CES is technically starting on Tuesday. So the pre-CES stuff has probably started. Yes, the news. Is it me or does it just get earlier every year? Uh, no, I always thought it was the first full week of January. I guess so. It just feels early. Well, let's look up the Wikipedia article. Wikipedia probably has <laughs> an article on when CES is. Yes. Let's see. When did they first switch to January? I do not know. 19th, first CES was held in New York in June. That didn't work. Uh, winter CES was held January 7th through the 9th in Chicago in 1976. There were two CESs back in the 70s and 80s. 2005 CES, January 6th through 9th. 2006, 5th through 8th. Uh, 2007, 8th through the 11th. 7th through 10th, 7th through 10th, 7th through 10th, 6th through 9th, 8th through the 13th, 8th through the 11th, it's 7th through 10th. No, this has always been... Thank you, Wikipedia, for actually giving me useful information. Yay. <clears throat> but yeah, no, the, the news is starting to drop, and supposedly the um, the big topics that are going to be at CES this year, 8K televisions and 5G. That's what people are predicting are going to be the big things. I mean, 5G is a thing. Mm-hmm. Why 8K TV? At some point, we're past, like, visual fidelity, right? Yeah. Or are we already past that? <clears throat> let's see. Let's, let's ba, ba, ba. Pixels and resolution of the human eye. Uh, some smart people use some pretty complex math and assuming 2020 vision got 576 megapixels for the human eye. Okay. Uh, we see 576 megapixel definition when our eyes are moving, but a single glance would only be about 5 to 15 megapixels. So what, what does that translate into, like, terms of 4K, 8K? Uh, well, 8K is uh, 33 million pixels-ish. So 33 megapixels-ish? Yes. So technically, yeah, no, the human eye can see 576 megapixels and TVs are currently at 33 million. Okay, so we got, we got a ways to go. Yes. But that's also for your entire field of view. Yes. The TV should hopefully not take up your entire field of view. <laughs> Unless you're going to IMAX. Right, sure. But then, then you also get into the yeah, field of view and distance from the screen. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of visual and audio people out there who are way smarter than I am who spend their days nitpicking these sort of things. Working on this and looking through this and figuring it out. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, then I'm sitting there looking at all the people who are staring at, you know, Netflix on their phone, listening to it on their, you know, stock Apple earbuds. Hey, do you do you have a problem with that? I watch Netflix on devices that are not, like, super high def, and I listen to it over Bluetooth. Dun-dun-dun. 
Well, it also depends on, uh, you know, that's, uh, it also depends on what codec you're using. Believe me. Oh, I've started getting into the audio codecs now, especially since all of our remotes broadcasts are now, ba- you know, IP based stuff there. And people want to know, well, what's the difference between this Opal and this H E A A C E L D? I yes, H E A A C E L D is Andy. Yeah, I've not had nearly enough caffeine to to keep up with that or follow that. Okay. Uh, back to CES. Yep. Right. So we've got five G and we've got eight K. Yeah. What what product? I mean, eight K. Clearly, they're going to be coming out with eight K TVs. But like, what's the five G stuff? What are they planning for that? Is it going to be five G phones? Is it five G? Um, I think it's mainly just five G Internet of Things devices. Yeah, I did see something, and I totally should have posted this as a topic about Pokemon Go and five G, and that they were going to do some event for it this year. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, Dell supposedly is going to have a 5G-ready Latitude laptop. Yeah, Niantic wants to do some stuff with 5G, but I don't know what they're thinking of doing with that. Because 5G is only part of it, right? 5G is just the communication. You still have to have a device that's going to be able to render it fast enough when you're doing things like uh, (laughs) augmented reality. Unless they're talking about taking the augmented reality piece, offloading that to a server, and using 5G to communicate with the server. I don't know, but I'm just realizing there's a part of the CES preview that I completely missed. Yeah. Because they're doing a trial run for sex toys at CES 2020. Yeah. That's not surprising. No. There have been sex toys at CES before. Well, yeah, because they even had the vibrator that was, you know, was initially awarded an innovation prize and then got disqualified from the association. (laughs) Because it was a vibrator? Yes. Ah, okay. What was the, what vibrator was that? The OSC? CES, women's sex toys, still taboo. That was last year. Mm-hmm. OSE, the O's. What What did it do that it was so innovative? Okay, sure. <clears throat> I don't but know. But anyway, they're bringing sex toys back for 2020. Mm-hmm. Cool. The caveat is the products have to be innovative and include new and emerging tech. To qualify. I mean, isn't that the whole point of CES? <laughs> yes. So, in order to be part of CES, it has to be part of CES. Basically, yeah. Okay. So I'm predicting uh, Amazon Alexa in more things. Even more things? Uh, yeah, they're like running out of things to put it in, but I'm guessing that they're going to put it in things. That's my guess. Sorry, my sister just sent me pictures, but they're not automatically downloading. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so yeah, so one of the things that's uh, getting announced at CES, which technically already has now been announced, yeah, is the new Segway. The chair. The chair. Which the chair. As, as soon as I saw this, you know what I thought of? Wally. Yes. 
Because it's Wally. Yeah, it's Wally, and I'm just like, oh, great. Because it's it, it literally is the chair from Wally. Well, no, so the chair in Wally floats. Yes. This one still actually is on the ground, but it's the chair from Wally. Segway says that Ozu inspired by the gyrosphere from Jurassic World, but you look at that chair and you think Wally. That's. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Segway got bought by somebody? What is this Segway? sold his, his baby? Segway dash nine bot. Uh, Segway Inc. Since 2015, owned yep. by Ninebot. Wow. After 2009, Dean Kamen was no longer involved with the company. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why people think Dean Kamen is, like, the shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Segway boss Jimmy Helston dies in Scooter Cliff Fall while driving a Segway. That's terrible. That is terrible. Sorry, this was just in the Wikipedia article, and of course I had to... Wait, what? Well, he he was a smart guy, plus, you know, the whole first robotics thing, which I think that's just got kicked off, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it should have, because it's the beginning of January. First robotics competition. Yeah, that was yesterday. The international tournament takes place in Detroit this year. Ooh. And has taken place in Detroit the last two years, actually. It's called Infinite Recharge. Season is in partnership with Lucasfilm as part of its Star Wars Force for Change initiative. Infinite what? Recharge. What? Well, what's the... Uh, Played on twice. Six game reveal and ask... Okay, yeah. The field is bounded by carbon and guardrails. Each alliance has their own station, position one end of the field. Just give me the pictures. There's got to be a picture somewhere. Official website. Go! <clears throat> Race to collect and score power cells in order to energize their shield generator for maximum protection to activate stages of the shield generator droids, manipulate their control panels after scoring a specific number of power cells. Mm-hmm. Droids race to their rendezvous point to get their shield generator operational order to protect the city. What? Yep. What? Oh, God, they gave you sound effects from Lucasfilm. Playing field information, okay. They give you a model that you can 3D print of the field. Really? They give you, yeah, Automation Direct's 3D printable field. That's awesome. Automation animation team converted the animation models into 3D printable models at a scale of 120th for you. This is the playing field for the first robotics challenge game of 2020. So you can plan your strategy? Well, please do not use them for any game rule or build decisions. These models have been highly modified from the actual field drawings to make them easier to 3D print and assemble and to give general appearance of the actual field. Okay, cool. <sighs> Powered by Star Wars. Well, Wars. Lucas has been trying to do a lot of educational stuff recently. Yeah, but Lucas doesn't own it. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's it's not George Lucas anymore. Ooh, you could get the Oculus Rift 3D. <clears throat> I I could. If you wanted That's to actually, true. yeah, if you wanted to see what the actual playing field looked like, you could buy an Oculus and render the field from inside. Yep. Jesus Christ. 
So. Oh. First choice closed. Yep. I vaguely remember all this stuff. But yeah, no, yeah, Segway's got the uh, chair from Wally now. Okay. Yeah, back to the topic at hand. Sorry, that was like two, that was two rabbit holes deep right there. Dean Kamen and FRC. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay, so what else do we have? What do we want, what do we want to talk about? Uh, well, there's a couple of 2019 recap stories. Did we do that last week? Well, these these were just announced. Ah, uh, okay. So, like the top sellers in Steam. Yes. Um. Uh, which uh, the top sellers for last year in Steam? Only two of them were actually released in 2019. <laughs> so, Steam, take a little while uh, before you you expect your stuff to sell. Yes. Okay. So, what what do we have? I see Sekiro. And Total War Three Kingdoms, which yes. I totally believe, given the sheer amount of marketing I saw for Total War Three Kingdoms. Holy crap. Yeah, I didn't so see very much for Sekiro, so it must have been really good just on its own. Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. Game of the Year from Game Awards. What the hell is this game? Oh, because it's from From Software. Okay. Do you, Andy, do you know what From Software is? Uh, they were the guys that did Dark Souls, right? Yes. Yes, oh. they are. So, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Hmm. I wonder what kind of game it is. <laughs> Rated hmm. M for blood and violence. That sounds about right. <clears throat> uh, explore 1500 Sengoku Japan. Cool. So, yeah, so those two were two of the top 12. I'll, I'll add that to my wish list. Yeah, that looks kind of fun. The and other... In like two years, I'll buy it. <laughs> the other... So the, yeah, the, the other ones, what else do we have? Monster Hunter World, Grand Theft Auto 5. I, I keep wanting to get into Monster Hunter World. And then I'm like, but it, it, no, it just doesn't look like good. Like, it looks fantastic, but it doesn't look like something I'd, I'd be able to play well. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a hard pass on that one. Uh, but yeah, Grand Theft Auto V, Elder yeah. Scrolls Online, Dota 2, Rainbow Six Siege, Destiny 2, Counter-Strike, PUBG, Warframe, and Civ 6. What is Elder Okay, it's Elder Scrolls Online, not Elder yes. Scrolls Skyrim. Okay, that's a little better. Yes. But Grand Theft Auto V, GTA... <laughs> Granted, they're still pumping stuff out for GTA V. Um, yeah. It was also just released on Xbox Game Pass. Oh. Jeez. Civ Six came out in 2016. Yeah, but it had a, a massive update more recently. Dang it, is there another expansion pack I'm going to have to buy? From Civ Six? Yeah. Like Gathering Storm? Sure. Have you purchased Gathering Storm yet? No. It's a $40 expansion pack. What? What? It, like, rewrites Civ Six. 
it's a huge expansion pack. It's basically like they took Civ Six and just rebuilt it. A new climate system, natural disasters, rebalancing of leaders. Oh, to reflect the new gameplay additions respective to each civilization's historical past. Is Gandhi still a jerk with nuclear probably. bombs? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's just something that's built into the core of Civ at this point. <clears throat> it's hard to explain that to people, though. Where people are like, oh, Civ, great. Why is Gandhi such a warmonger? Well, he's you not. see. He's not. He's not a warmonger. He's very peaceful. He's just new cappy. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, the top selling games on Valve for last year were not games released last year. And to to go along those similar lines, Amazon published rankings for the best selling items in the video game category for 2019. Yeah. The uh, top four, top four best video game products sold on Amazon for 2019. Number one, $10 PlayStation gift card. (laughs) Number two, $10 Xbox gift card. Uh Number three, $10 Nintendo gift card. Number four, 12-month PlayStation Plus membership. Which is usually on sale when you get it through Amazon. So gift cards. Yes. Lots of gift cards. The top four video game products were gift cards. Number five was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay, and then Pokemon Sword, but not Pokemon Shield. No, just Pokemon Sword. Pokemon wow. Shield is number 10. A lot, lot more people wanted Sword than Shield. We bought the double pack. Well, what's the difference between the two of them? Uh, some Pokemon are only in one. Oh, so this is... And other Pokemon are only in the other. So this is red and blue just continuing. Yeah, they've, they've done that every Since the Pokemon. beginning, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been Pokemon Red, Blue, and then there was, um, what was the second one? Gold and Silver. Yep. And then Ruby and Emerald, and then Diamond and Pearl, and then Black and White, and then X and Y, Sun and Moon, and then the newest one, Sword and Shield. I think that's everything. I will trust you on that one. Uh, yeah. Okay, so games sold, but, like, not the way people thought they would. Nope. Digital uh, games, so, actually, over last yeah. year. Digital games yeah. earned, or basically the media, in the industry in digital content was $120 billion last year for just digital content. Four out of every $5 spent on digital games went to free-to-play titles? Yes. Does that include purchase? For the $120 billion, yeah. Jesus. Free-to-play free to accounted for right. 80% of all digital games revenues last year. Which, you know, granted, because there, there wasn't really any AAA titles that, as, as we saw with Valve and Amazon, there wasn't really any big titles that were sold this year. Well, I'm, I think there were big titles. I think they just sold more gift cards than big titles. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, the okay, so yeah, premium sales were stronger in 2018 thanks to Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, uh-huh. and Monster Hunter World are the three that they even, you know, point out. But yeah, those, man, I remember when Spider-Man came out, everybody in my f- news feed was Spider-Man this, and hey, taking a selfie here, and hey, did you see this Easter egg over here? And then it disappeared. Yep. 
Same thing with Red Dead Redemption 2. It's like, hey, can we, you know, <laughs> let's try this. See what happens. How many times did I see somebody get hogtied and thrown onto a train track? It's like a freaking Bullwinkle cartoon. I, I don't know, but I'm kind of, like, disturbed by that. That w- There was an achievement for that, actually. I think it was called, Hawk-tied like, the Bullwinkle or something like track? that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Redemption yeah, two. no, that's that's totally fine. Fine. That's all right. Let's see, let's see if I can find a train achievement. Please tell me they called it like the the whiplash or the snively or snively or something like that. It's the dastardly. Oh. Lasso and hog time a woman, then transport her to a train track, leave her there, and watch as the passing train kills her. Whoa, that's dark. That's really dark. <laughs> Knock someone out in a me- in a melee in every saloon in the game. <laughs> this is a dark game. Oh, kill the last buffalo in the Great Plains in single player. Oh, oh extinction. Uh, manifest destiny. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> Evade the U.S. Marshals while riding the Hungarian half-breed horse in single player. The Hungarian half-breed horse is a white horse. Yeah. So so technically, you're running from the cops on a white Bronco. Yeah. Hi-ho, Silver. No, the running from the cops in a white Bronco, the O.J. Simpson. Okay. I I see. They went that route. Mm Mm-hmm. I still have Red Dead Redemption for the 360, but yeah, I ain't got time for that. No, man, you got a kid. Mm -hmm. You'd have to play it after he's down anyway. Which after he's down is like ten thirty, and then it's just like I'm I'm up for an hour, and then it's like I want to go to bed. <laughs> what what happened? We used to stay up until like two in the morning. We aged. We got old. Well, older. Oh, let's see. Uh, Utah and uh, Oregon are replacing their gas taxes. Okay. Because there with, are with what a road use tax. That is shared by everyone? Yes. Okay. See, in Wisconsin, they just added a tax for hybrids and electric vehicles. So I still pay the gas tax for the gas that I consume, but I have to pay more to just have the car. Ah. Yeah, I'm not thrilled by that. I, I, I get the fact that, you know... A lot of the transportation budgets for states come from gas tax. So therefore, it has been a steady decline since everybody's, you know, become more and more fuel efficient. And I I get that part of it. But requiring a fee to basically be more environmentally conscious is dumb. Right. Yes. Also, Laura's pointing out, because she's also pissed about this. Um, the car was more expensive. We paid a premium on purchasing the car because it's a hybrid. And that means that we did pay higher sales tax. Yeah, so you paid it, You paid a higher upfront cost for the vehicle. And the idea yep. is the fact that you would recoup it by paying lower <laughs> over right. the, the lifespan of the car. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, and so because we paid more in the sales tax, right, it's the higher upfront cost. And we, like... I am I'm contributing less to the decay of the environment, which has a monetary value. Mm-hmm. 
You know what you really would do is just increase the gas tax. How would you, you know? Well, but then that's penalizing people who didn't buy electric or hybrid. Which or who? I, like, okay, that's the cost to the environment. Like, yeah, just increase. Okay, so what's Utah and Oregon trying? Uh, road usage charge uh, program and coupled to an increase in registration fees for alternative fuel vehicles. So they're also increasing the they're they're doing the same thing we did right they're giving a uh a charge for just having a hybrid or an electric yes how are they doing a road usage like are they checking your odometer uh let's see so uh, they can roll in a in the pilot program that involves fitting a telematics device to the car the device tracks the actual number of miles driven on Utah's roads. They are billed at a rate of 1.5 cents per mile, but only until the total equals whatever that year's registration fee for the vehicle would have been. The Utah's Department of Transportation says that participants would not ever be charged more than that year's registration fee. <sighs> Utah says it currently collects $777 a year from a 6 miles per gallon heavy truck, 311 from a pickup gaining 50 miles per gallon, 187 from a 25 mile per gallon sedan, that's your standard sedan, $93 from a 50 mile per gallon hybrid, and nothing from a Tesla. But the Tesla is not contributing to the environment's decay. Yes, but you are they are contributing to the roads to the wear decay. And tear on yeah, the road. roads, yeah. Right. So yeah, so that's the thing is you got to, you know, you know, the Illinois resident here says in the first comment as of January 1st, battery electric vehicle registrations are are $250 to register your vehicle for the year up from $100 last year. Ohio just instituted a $100 a year additional registration fee for hybrid vehicles and $200 a year for electric vehicles. See, I I don't like that it feels like they're penalizing people who get hybrids or electrics. Yes, no, that that I feel like yeah, that is the wrong thing to do. For the good of the the good of the environment, plus the good of the country. I mean, we want people to use less gas. Therefore, we have less dependence on foreign oil. I mean, frick, John McCain was all for electric vehicles, right? So it's you know, one of the guys on the comments says, if you really want the fee to be exactly proportional to the wear and tear on the that the vehicle puts on the road then put the parameter to use is the weight per axle raised to the fourth power multiplied by the number of axles. That would actually make sense, yes. <laughs> if you want proportional usage of the road, yep. then you well, have to... I mean, so there is there is some, like, back and forth. Like, a Tesla is probably going to wear the road more than a, a Prius because it has all-wheel drive and higher torque. Teslas actually go through tires faster than other cars do. That would make sense, yeah, because of all-wheel drive. And the ability to burn rubber quite easily. I've seen, I've seen the stock car, you know, re- the, the, what am I talking about? The, the drag racing. Yep. Yeah. I've seen Tesla's the drag racing. like shoot forward. Yeah. Yeah. But this feels like it is disproportionately hitting EV and hybrid owners. Which, yeah, I feel like yeah, I agree with you is the wrong thing to be doing right now. <laughs> tight. Thank you. Um... What else do we have on Chrome Blue Screen of Death? Yeah, the the latest version of Chrome, when it crashes, is now going to be giving an error code like you would see on a Blue Screen of Death crash page. That's 
nice. Like I, I don't like it when it crashes, but it's good to know why it crashed. There are currently 137 error codes configured in Chrome. All the error codes are listed on a page, and then um, users can open Chrome Canary and navigate to Chrome Crash or Chrome Kill to trigger an on-demand tab crash. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, so if your Chrome crashes in the future, you'll be able to look at the error code and most likely Google it and find out why your Chrome crashed. I mean, Facebook. Half the time it's Facebook. I don't doubt it. I, I don't know what it is about Facebook, but half the time my Chrome crashes, it's just Facebook. Well, when the when version 81 gets released widespread, you'll be able to find out. Cool. Um, so uh, ZDNet also had another article on there, which I just saw on the side there. Somebody invented a cable called Buskill. Okay. The idea of this is you would connect the bus kill cable to your laptop on one end and to your belt or other sort of, you know, desktop thing on your table or something on the other end. So when somebody, you know, tries to do a, a smash and grab on your laptop, basically. I, I don't think smash and grab is the right term there, but go ahead. Well, what would you call it for the, uh, like, grab and run? Yeah. Yeah. Because a smash and grab is like they break a window and pull something out. And then just run. Yeah, this is just like they grab it and run. Yeah. So the idea would be that the... Um, ah, it's called snatch and run. Snatch and run. There you go. That that, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, the U.S. cable would disconnect from the laptop and trigger scripts that execute a series of, series of preset options. Okay. Which would include, you know, activating your screen shaver, shutting down your device... Um, some of them there could be configured to wipe your device or delete certain folders on your device. Cool. So but if I'm going to grab your laptop, I don't really care about your personal information. I have a laptop. Like, I'm just going to sell it. Yeah, that's true. Well, granted, you know, <laughs> what if you, you know, completely lock down the laptop? and Andy? Yeah? Can you lock down your laptop to such a point that I can't change it? No, because you can just pull the hard drive and... I just need to format your hard disk. Yeah. If I can't format your hard disk, I'll just replace it with my own hard disk and then start yep. from scratch. Yep. Right. So, you know... So it's an interesting idea, yeah. but like... your belt on the other... Yeah, he has it plugged into his... He has it clipped to his belt... I, I hope there's also a way to, like, actually just take it out, though. Well, it's a USB magnetic breakaway adapter, so I'm guessing if he just, you know, disconnects the device normally, then it wouldn't be a problem. Like, you, you have to stop the script somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like, you know, how I can right-click on my desktop and say, you know, on the USB device, you know, eject yep. first, and then it will, you know, stop the stuff and then allow me to remove my devices it's probably something along those lines where you can, if you, you know, disconnect it the sure. right way, then it won't go off. If you disconnect it the wrong way. Sure. There's, there's, uh, yeah, there's gotta be like an eject script or something. Yeah. Um, AGDQ started today. Ooh, what do we got going on? It is, it is actually literally going on right now. 10th uh, anniversary? Wow. They actually, as I'm saying this, they just finished Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah, they literally... Damn it, I wanted to watch that one. Sorry. Just finished. As I flip the tab over to it, because I've got it running in the background, Metroid Zero Mission in 40 minutes and 37 seconds. That oh. is 
fast. Ratchet and Clank Future Tools of Destruction. That's on at three. Mm, that was a you fun game. That? I don't know. You I liked watch pl- it? I liked playing that. Yeah, there's a Super Mario Brothers uh, race. Race. One hundred percent race. Oh my goodness. With and and these three people are like some of the best Super Mario Brother three players in the world. Mitch Flower Power has the world record. Oh, and they're doing Mist too, but it's at like midnight. <laughs> it's actually twelve thirty. It'll only take him 16 minutes, Andy. I know, but then they've got Mist and then Riven and then Exile back to back to back. And yeah, well, you're take not going to watch all three of them. But I, I like all three of those games. <laughs> I'll see you online at 1230. <laughs> Didn't we just finish talking about that? Yes. I mean, that's you can always go back and watch them later. That's true. I've, I did that have... with uh, Katamari. Yeah, they, they have the archive, Yeah, but it is kind of cool to watch it live. Yeah. Oh, man, tomorrow is Actraiser, Battletoads. I miss... I, how hard would that be? The Fallout I Anthology? I for their page. Because their, their website has the, um, the times, mm-hmm. right? Like the start time. Yes. I want a button that will add that to my calendar. That's what I want. I want a button that will add that to my calendar. Oh, yeah, they don't have that, do they? Nope. That would be interesting. Because, yeah, no, you you look at the schedule and go, okay, I want to see that one, I want to see that one, I want to see that one. Right. And there's no easy way to, like, add it to calendar. Nope. I want that easy way. Well, Dave. Yes, Andy? You, you know computers. I do. I also know web programming. Mm-hmm. What is this awful block? Where? Uh, awful block, an AGQ DQ tradition. Gems starting around with a bonus game on Wednesday night. What's on Wednesday night? At 8 p.m. Wednesday night at 8.30. Probably local time. My time is Cadence of Hyrule, followed by Mega Man 4 through 6, and bonus game 3. Just, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, janky games can be magical. Oh, lovely. Oh, so it's... it's the, Oh, oh yeah, okay. I'm looking at some of these games on, on Thursday morning. Some of these are not very well-known games. Right, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, AGDQ is supporting the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Oh, good. That's That's it. Just why I get so excited about this, that, like, a couple years ago, they raised, not even a couple years ago, last year, they raised, like, two and a half million dollars for this. So, you know, just that. Okay. Um, The Uncharted movie is now on its sixth, or sorry, it just lost its sixth director. Ooh. Isn't that Tom Holland is going to be in there somewhere? Yes. Which is now, since, you know, he, Spider-Man and all that other stuff there. Yeah. um, They're trying to crunch it in there so they can get it in and done and they are just chewing through everybody it seems oh no he's he's too young to do nathan drake i feel like am i wrong yeah i could see that i feel like he's too young to do nathan drake just putting that one out there oh dracula's out now dracula is out um the guys who did sherlock 
are doing their own version of Dracula now. Okay. Um, it was on BBC over Christmas and New Year's. Oh, sorry. Yeah, first episode performance was 3.6 million viewers on New Year's Day. Um, but now it's on Netflix. So it's a, it's a three-part miniseries. So cool. if you're interested in Dracula and, you know, it's the guys who did Sherlock. So it should be, you know, should be interesting to see. Uh, right. So we should probably hit the randoms. Probably. Yes. So it is your random review, my sir. Crackdown 3. Very unsir-like. <laughs> uh, Crackdown 3 is, is, well, the third game in the Crackdown series, and I got to play it for free. With Xbox not, Game well, Pass? Well, not for free, but yeah, I, I bought the Xbox Games Pass, so it's like five bucks a month, and this is one of the things that I get to play. Um, I have not played Crackdown since the original Crackdown, so I didn't play Crackdown 2. Crackdown was released in 2007 and was this amazing game, right? You were you're like this super powered cop in a really corrupt city and you're going around and you work your way up by like beating the little bosses to draw out the bigger bosses to draw out the bigger bosses. Crackdown 3 follows exactly the same formula. Um there's there's still agility, there's still driving, there's still explosives, there's still gunnery. Uh, so it's it's all the same stuff, just a little more sci-fi-ish. Like the guns that you get, you have your normal guns, but then you also have like pulse rifles, and you have a, a like zero-point energy manipulation, and you create a black hole, and it it's fun. It's just so fun to be a super-powered person running around the city and jumping, like, four stories in the air and having a jetpack that you can use to boost up even higher. And, like, it's, it's, it's just good times. Um, I, I do feel bad. The way the game kind of works is civilians can be hurt, and you will almost certainly have civilian casualties. Like... You're not that good a cop. So, like, I was driving down the road and, like, I clipped a corner and my car spun out and I flipped three other cars because I had a super-powered car and they didn't. Oops. I jumped from the top of a building and, you know, was like, oh, there's some enemies down there. I'll use my ground pound attack that makes them, like, all die and, oh no, a civilian drove up next to them while I was on my way down, and there's no way to cancel. <laughs> oh. Like, it's that, that's just a thing. Um, feel bad about it. But then it's also just virtual, so <laughs> they aren't real people. It's a, it's a good game. It gets, uh, the, the difficulty curve seemed kind of weird. It was steep, and then flat, and then steep. I don't know what that means. I don't know if, like, they just didn't balance it properly or if I got... I waited too long to get powered up and then I got really powered up and then I didn't power up enough for the end. Um, there's some really good weapons in there. There's some really fun stuff in there. How is Terry uh, Crews? What? T Terry Terry Crews. Is, I thought he was the, the main character. Or he voiced the main character. Uh, he, he voices a person for the first, like, 
cutscene. Is that it? Uh, sort of. He comes back. Okay. But the 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 initial cutscene is you're going to this city that is actually like owned by a corporation. So, you know, like Ayn Rand Dream kind of thing. Like, it's a corporation that owns the entire city called Terra Nova. And you are part of this elite squad of super-powered, superhuman police officers led by Terry Crews, who does a fantastic job. Uh, like, he just kills it in the opening. But then as your, as your transport is reaching the island, it gets exploded and everyone aboard it dies. That's well, the then. start of the game. Okay. Uh, and then you're regenerated, but you're starting at your base level because the person who regenerated you doesn't know how to regenerate you, so. Love it. Yeah, it's a really fun game. It's it's just such a, a good time of, like, jumping around buildings and picking up cars and throwing them at people. That's, that's the review. Okay. Story's meh. It's okay. It's not great. What's our random... The random topic, rolled ahead of time. How much would it cost me to hire a relative of yours to represent me in a medical malpractice case? I don't know. I am not my brother's keeper. Uh, none of my... I, I have to keep thinking, like, who could do a medical malpractice case? I do believe like, Jamie... First off, it depends what, what state you're in. That's true, you know. I'd, right, because they have to be uh, a lawyer licensed in that state. Um, it would be state, because medical malpractice wouldn't be a federal lawsuit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd say yeah, you'd have to contact my brother directly. Yeah, well, neither my, my sister nor my brother-in-law, I think, would, would take that. Like, that's not their, their specialty. Uh, he is federal, and she is environmental. So they'd, they'd probably pass you on to someone else. Now, if I go out farther, I'm sure I have someone in my family who actually would do medical malpractice. Uh, let's see. He's in jail. So, no. Yeah, my, my brother, though, specializes in the representation of medical providers in no-fault litigation. So he kind of is on the other side of that. Uh, yeah... I don't know. Uh, just a quick Google search says between $200 and $800 an hour, but I don't know which family member I would go to for that. I got nothing for you. Yeah. That's the best that I can tell you is that my, my brother deals with that, so you could probably talk to him and find out, but I don't know because, like I said, I am not my brother's keeper. Yeah. So that's, that's really my... Uh, really my answer on that one all right i think that's it yep that's a uh that's a wrap this has been another episode of the random access podcast if you have any questions comments concerns corrections suggestions remarks reviews rebukes retorts or just rants feel free to contact us you can find us on twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net Thank you for listening.